Welcome to Life's Tough. You could be tougher. I'm your host, Dustin Plantholt. Our special guest today is Lou Ferrigno. Lou Ferrigno is an American actor, fitness trainer, fitness consultant, and retired professional bodybuilder. As a bodybuilder, Ferrigno won an IFBB Mr. America title and two consecutive IFBB Mr. Universe titles and has appeared in the bodybuilding documentary Pumping Iron. As an actor, he is best known for his title role in the CBS television series, The Incredible Hulk. We were able to catch up with Lou Ferrigno over the phone. Typically, we'd be in our studio, but due to the pandemic, we modified our format. Let's welcome him on now. Welcome to the show, Lou. All right. So we have with us today, uh, Lou Ferrigno. Uh, Lou is also known as the Hulk. Uh, Mr. Universe, he's also a pretty cool dad. Lou, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. How are you today? Uh, I'm doing all right, Lou. So, Lou, tell us, uh, what part of the world are you in right now? I'm in uh, Central Coast, California. Are, are you also on lockdown, Lou? Yes, yes, yes. I'm quarantined, too. All of us were just isolated because we have to wear masks. I'm just trying to stay busy. You know, the family, hopefully, that's the virus will subside. It's just... Uh, it's tough. I'm focusing on being positive and staying busy. Yeah, I hear you. Now, Lou, talking about life and purpose, uh, you set out some goals. You were 21 when you won the Mr. Universe contest. Yeah, I won in 1973. I won it twice, 1973, 1974, the IBB Mr. Universe competition. And like you said, I'm 21. I'm the youngest bodybuilder ever to win the IBB Mr. Universe at the age of 21. I mean, that's pretty remarkable. Was that your goal as a young man to win that, or did that just happen? Well, my goal when I was growing up to just have some, some kind of attention to be respected because my life was about overcoming uh, adversity, you know, because I had the hearing and the speech issues. I wanted to be someone, somebody. So when I began bodybuilding, I realized I wanted to be one of the greatest in the game because I knew that that was my ultimate goal. Even though there was a lot of naysayers saying that you can't, you can't. It was my passion because my passion was about has to do with bodybuilding strength and fitness and be the best I can be. Yeah. Now tell, tell me in May, 2018, president Trump appointed you to be a member of a, a particular council. Talk about that. Well, I can't say much because we haven't done much because of all this going on across the country. So as of now, you know, if I'm so active, but uh, I have a, I can't, can't say much about it right now. Yeah, and uh, I was talking to a friend of mine earlier today, and he was talking about a favorite show of his, The Battle of the Network Stars, back in the late 70s. How old do you remember those times? It was a great show because I did it again a year ago, and I wanted to talk about each time. What's great about the show is it's just when you compete with other actors from other networks. And to me, it was a, it was a, a blast because I just love uh, – Back in the 70s, when I was doing the series, I had a chance to be with Bob Conrad, all the people from Dallas, and all the people from, uh, you know, NBC. So it was uh, it was a lot of fun. And, and Lou, how do you stay so healthy? I mean, you're 68. I, I follow you on Twitter, and you're in fantastic shape. How have you done it? Well, I'm very consistent because I eat very well. I try to stay away from a lot of sugar because I eat, like, meat, fish, egg, fruits, and vegetables. I try to eat my calories. I drink my calories. I don't drink sodas. I don't have... I saturated fast. 
And I train almost every day. I do like 30 minutes of cardio, 30 minutes of weights. It's all about quality. And then I sleep good. So basically, that's what I do to maintain because I'm very careful what I eat and especially the activities I'm involved with. In terms of your diet, I mean, people are now stuck in around the world. Um, how, how can you watch your diet right now? I mean, what are some tips you can give people? Well, very important because right now with the, with the COVID-19 virus, it's important to get the immune system up. I would suggest eat healthy meals, like, for example, eat protein every meal with some kind of carbohydrates. Stay away from the tons of hamburgers like potato chips. Fry food to be healthy because the immune system needs to function with protein, carbohydrates, some kind of fat in a very healthy fashion. Not in uh, where you stuff your face with pie, pie pastry, hamburgers, and, you know, like... Uh, ice cream, like soda, stuff like that. So keep, you want to keep that to a minimum, but basically keep a well-balanced diet, especially now it's so important for the immune system. Yeah, no, a- absolutely. Uh, and the other day I had on my shelf, my son asked me about it, I had a DVD called Pumping Iron. Uh, uh-huh. How much of an impact, sir, did that have on your acting career? Well, Pumping Iron, you know, they came out with it, making a Pumping Iron about 10 years ago. They had a huge impact because uh, when I... Uh, when I finished competing with the competition, I remember they did a nationwide session call to look for the best bodybuilder to play the Hulk. And they knew about it from Pumping Iron because it put bodybuilders in the mainstream. It also put me in the mainstream that it's okay to be a champion bodybuilder because people before Pumping Iron came out didn't know what bodybuilding was. Yeah, I mean, you definitely put it on the map. So, so tell me, now that you're a dad, I mean, what's that like? Your, your kids asking you questions about your past and um, and, and also, what are they doing today? Well, my son is an actor, and uh, he's doing three TV series, and my daughter and I were involved with a program called The Reset Plan. And if you go on YouTube, uh, you can see how and I, The Reset Plan, would change people's lives because we're eventually do a TV series where we father and daughter go to people's houses, people's home, and we deal with uh, any kind of lifestyle that could change any person's life because my daughter, you know, all my kids are personal training, but my daughter's a big advocate of bodybuilding and fitness. But if you check out the Reset Plan, you can see what I'm talking about. It's an amazing, it's an amazing program, the Reset Plan. That sounds that sounds fantastic. And then also, uh, tell us about your time as a sheriff. I mean, that's that's quite remarkable, going from the hall to, to being a sheriff. Well, I went through the academy. I got certified uh, 15 years ago because my father was an NYPD lieutenant, so I've always wanted to get back and be involved in law enforcement. So I went through the academy to be a certified deputy sheriff. So now I've been deputized in like 22, 22 different states because I'm a big advocate and speaker to uh, encourage people that, you know, officers like police officers and sheriffs, you know, they have a lot of, uh, of attack on their hands, especially when it's the Homeland Security because, you know, those are the real heroes of our country. So part of me giving back. Yeah, absolutely. And you've accomplished so much in your life, Lou. Tell us, what are you most proud of? What do I want? What are you What are you most proud of about your career and about your life, what you've done? I would say that uh, all the goals I've wanted to accomplish or achieve, I never took a, a second seat. Everything I had a vision for, I achieved it, especially now I'm married 40 years and I have three great kids. So that's what I'm very proud of because that's what you have left because money, everything is secondary. It's all about family and close, good friendship or good friends. A- absolutely. And uh, also, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, you guys used to compete for many years. Was was it always uh, a competition or did you have fun at the same time? No competition back then. I mean, we're friends now because, uh, you know, I admire him, especially 
where he came from with his different bodybuilding because the two of us, when we were pumping iron, we didn't know where it was going to take us. So basically, I'm glad both of us in the mainstream. But uh, growing up, he was my idol because he's six years older than I am. And I always emulate him because he was the first tall man over six feet to uh, achieve uh, winning victories in bodybuilding. Yeah, he was absolutely a giant. And, and yeah. where do you see in terms of bodybuilding today? I mean, do you think that, the, 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 I would say, the, the best of times were the days you competed? Or do you think today uh, is equally as tough? Well, today it's different because there's no personality, no camaraderie like we had in the, in the 70s because we didn't have these lucrative uh, contracts because back then, you know, pumping iron, I mean, we had to work for a living and we came from nothing to where you had passion. But the body was just like, I mean, don't get me wrong, they look phenomenal, but you that there's no more, no more camaraderie because, uh, you know, most of them cover themselves and they go to the gym because when I compete, competed when I was training off-season, I go to the gym where a tank top and short. I want to spring my muscles. I want people to see my muscles. So it's a different sport today, but that's why it's very popular now when it comes to women competing, especially you got the physique, you got the classical physique, you got the, the fitness, the beauty competition. So that's what makes a big difference too. And, and you seem to be, have self-motivation. Was there anybody along the way that, that pushed you harder or did you have it inside? I did it mostly myself because I grew up with a very negative father that, uh, you know, was a love and hate relationship. And I realized I didn't want to carry his pain. So basically, I took the high road that I was not going to take a second seat, second seat to anyone, but only give myself positive. And also, I mainly, it's very important to choose a, a strong, positive support group to be successful. Absolutely. Absolutely. And at any point, did, was your dad, did, did you ever say he was proud of you? I mean, as you became successful? Never said it to my face. I'm very sorry to hear that. And Well, now well, you, you, well you, you passed out. You're very jealous, but I'm a much better father than my kids. But, you know, people have different fathers. Some people have great relationships. Some people have, you know, divorced families. So my situation, I just took the best from him instead of focusing on the negative. It seems to be that you didn't allow yourself to become a volunteer victim, that you pushed through it. Exactly. Uh, but the only thing I got from my father when I had to admit to I have incredible work ethic. So that's what I got from him. So that took the best from him because the other negativity, I took kind of let that go on the wayside. And and tell me about post-bodybuilding. I mean, that was a big decision for, for you to say, I'm retiring from bodybuilding. Where did you go next in your life? Well, after pumping iron, I did the Hulk series for many years. I've done over 40 films. At the age of 42, I came back to bodybuilding to compete one more time. At the uh, at the age of 42, I was 325 pounds and 2% wow. body fat. Wow. I wanted to, yeah, I wanted to prove because when I left uh, pumping iron, it was unfinished business because I was sidetracked with the Hulk. So I had a chance to come back to prove that because if I hadn't came back in the 40s, I would have been very disappointed. It would have been a very big gap in my life. Wow. I mean, when you came back, was, was it like you never left or was it just a new excitement? Well, I had to learn how to develop the hunger to compete again because in the 70s when I competed because I was the youngest person, but when I came back in the 90s, I was competing with the caliber of bodybuilders that much, much keener, much more improved than the 70s, much bigger, more deformed, I mean, more uh, informed. So apparently, I had to get my weight up to over 300 to be on the same level with those guys because I was That's competing crazy. against guys like Dorian Yates. I mean, I mean, I think it's one of the hardest things in the world to be a champion bodybuilder because, you know, you have to diet, you have to be ready, you have to peak out on the same day. I think body, being a bodybuilder is one of the most difficult sports in the world. 
Absolutely. And so on the celebrity side of it, I mean, does it ever get weird that people stare at you? Like they take your picture when you're not looking. I mean, what's that like? And also what's it been like for your kids to grow up with that? A lot of mine because uh, the fact that as a kid, I, I wanted to get admiration and respect for people. So I know because everybody on the planet knows who I am. I mean, every country, every nationality. So to me, it's like uh, the fans giving back. So my kids don't mind that. So apparently, I should try to be nice to everyone, take a selfie. And I'd never like to refuse autographs unless it's the reason for it, because uh, nobody's better than anybody. That, that, that's pretty remarkable. And and so today, t- tell me what you're doing today, Lou. Well, today, as I'm talking to you, I'm inside my house. I don't, <laughs> don't want to get this virus. So uh, I just, nor uh, I. I I just go online, like for example, I'm on official uh, Lou Ferrigno uh, Twitter and basically encourage people to stay busy to work out home because if you sit home and just do nothing, it's not the answer. So basically today, I basically stay busy. I'm still involved with the sheriff department and then especially online with my uh, Facebook and Twitter. Fantastic. Well, Lou, thank you so much for sharing your story with us and my allowing pleasure. us to ask you some questions. I'll talk to you soon, my friend. Thank you. Be good. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So that wraps up our show for today. Thanks again to Lou Ferrigno for making this another terrific and enlightening episode of our Life's Tough podcast. And thanks to you, our amazing audience, for making the Life's Tough podcast one of the most relevant, engaging, and fastest-growing shows around. And a special thanks to my dear friend, Gerald Levin, Life's Tough chief writer and my Sherpa, and to my friend, John Miller, of the Alston Carlisle Studio here in Baltimore, Maryland. The stories we all hear are as varied as the people who tell them. It's impossible to discount the impact of any one singular experience. Instead, I ask you to use your story to empower others. Your story may be just what it takes to help somebody in your circle, or perhaps in our community, to get through a tipping point moment. An instance in which that person either chooses to continue to be a victim, or when that person finds the strength to transcend a particular situation. Please subscribe to our show and visit lifestuff.com. Tell your friends about us too. Thanks for listening and being a part of our community. Remember, everyone has a story and every story has a purpose. Life's tough, you can be tougher. Now, for the entire Life's Tough team, this is Dustin Planelt signing off. Have a great week, everyone. <laughs>